Boston Sports Syndicate. Welcome back to the Boston Sports Syndicate podcast. As we've come to call this one, this is the uh, the flagship station. I call it the mothership, but I was uh, I was overruled, so now it's the flagship uh, flagship podcast. So I am Michael Travers, bringing it to you. With me is uh, Bill Travers. Bill, how are we doing? Not too bad. How are you? You know, we're 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 hanging in there, I suppose. Uh, day gazillion of uh, quarantine. So, um, James. Oh wow, I didn't even introduce him. That's how that's how out of practice I am. You're out of podcast shape. Yeah, <laughs> out of shape in general. You can just you can stop it out of shape. There's no, you don't have to you don't have to. That didn't have to be said. There. Oh oh, my bad. Um, also joining me, uh, James Cam. James, bam. How are you doing? I am great. How are you guys all? I'm I'm kind of over quarantine already. I just want to get to life a little bit. Maybe record live, but I'm good. Yeah, so the, the last time that we that we met was probably, I want to say, four or five weeks ago. I think we've gotten into a pretty good rhythm, so four or five weeks ago. And, you know, there wasn't really much to talk about because there's not there wasn't much that happened because we were, everybody's been locked up. There's no sports. And here we are, you know, four or five weeks later, and there's still not really too much to talk about. So hopefully we can figure out a way here to uh, fill, uh, and, and, you know, 45 minutes to an hour of your time. Um do either of you have opening thoughts that you would like to lead us off with? Yeah, let's. I'll just make a comment on what's going on right now in the world. Obviously, there's a lot of things going on. We still got the virus. Now we have civil unrest going on across the country, looting, all kinds of stuff. And we know that sports are not the most important thing in the world. But that's what we're here to talk about. We. We acknowledge what's going on, but we want to be that respite for people who just want to escape because that's what sports is. Sports is an escape, and that's why we're here to talk about sports. We know what's going on in the world. We acknowledge it. It's terrible, but let's let's just escape for a little bit, and that's all I want to say. Perfectly said. Perfect. James, Absolutely you have, perfect. do you have an opening thought? No. Can't top wow. that. Wow, you've you've been you've been locked in your house for weeks on end, and you you what can't even. What is there to talk about? There there's, is nothing. Oh, to there's talk no more about. XFL, so what's he gonna talk about? There, there's no XFL. <laughs> okay, we can. Disney might buy the XFL. Why? Disney or Fox Sports might buy the XFL. Now, how far? How far along are they in negotiations? Like they said, oh, it would be cute. Like it, like a, like Mickey Mouse said, it would be cute if they if they bought the XFL. Or interested. Interested. Yeah, so it's not they're doing it. It's interested. But you know it's, it's, You know how irrelevant the XFL is? Is that there's legitimately nothing going on. There's no sports. There's no anything going on. And I didn't even hear that. That's how irrelevant the XFL is. But there's nothing else to report on in the sports world. And I still had I still didn't even hear that. I can't say would I Mickey did Mouse, either. Would Mickey Mouse be the commissioner, or would it be Goofy, or who's is no, Goofy Disney? Would, Goofy's Disney. It would. It would be Oliver Luck again. He would stay oh. as commissioner. Oh. I guess him and Vince McMahon had a falling out at the end, so. But yeah. So that would be cool. Like they could name all the teams like after Star Wars things or or uh, 
Avengers things, you know, Marvel. I mean, that just play that up. Just think that's of true. that. I that, think, that, I think is that's, point, an, that is true. that's an article I have brewing right now in my mind for the website. There you go. There you go. That, yeah, that'll work. That'll work. Uh, so I don't have any opening thoughts either. I like to give you a hard time for not having any, but I don't have any either. But I do want to talk about the one thing that is pretty I mean, UFC is going on, but that, I don't think anybody really in our group watches UFC too, too much. But the one thing that I'm sure everybody watched it was this The Match. Um, not me. <laughs> well, well, as a known golf hater, I wouldn't expect you to not, watch it. But not I think one second of it. You didn't. You didn't see any of it. Nothing. I saw some of the highlights, but as it was being played live, no, not one second. Well, James, did you watch it? I watched portions of it. You two are killing me. You're you absolutely killing us, me. You didn't tell us that was a sign watching. No, no, I, I'm never gonna I tell people what they have to watch. I finished school. I'm. I technically graduated, so I have no more homework. So that was not part of what I needed to do. I mean, see, it was the only, it was like the only sporting event that's happened in the last three months, and you didn't even bother to tune in. No, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Tiger Woods, no, Phil you know Mickelson, you didn't even bother. You know why? Aside from the fact that I'm not a golfer and I'm not really crazy about golf, it's a contrived, made-up thing. Like when Tiger and Phil Mickelson had their match a couple years ago, whenever that was, I didn't watch that either. To me, those that, la- that was last Thanksgiving. It was just, it that's just all it was. Like the last thing, yeah, the last really? Thanksgiving. I thought that was yeah, like a couple November. years ago. No, seems like forever ago. But mm. you know these these made up, made for TV contrived type of things. I don't know. I, I just have no interest in that kind of stuff. You know, it's not real competition. They're just yeah, they're competing against each other, but you know they're joking around and all this stuff. It, it's I don't know. Just doesn't appeal to me. Sorry. To me, if I would have. I would have watched it if they would have had Adam Sandler play the Happy Gilmore role against Tiger Woods. That would have been TV right there. So, okay, well, then I have to talk about it now by myself because I did watch it. I watched – not only did I watch – I didn't – okay, I didn't watch the entire match because it was like seven hours. It took forever. But I watched you know, the the pregame show. I watched the front nine. I think I took like a few holes off, and then I watched the ending. Maybe I watched like – I don't know, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Um, and, and, and so the whole thing was done for charity. So it's, it's a great cause, blah, blah, blah. I get it, yada, yada, yada. I had like two, I would say two major, major takeaways. One, Peyton Manning is an absolute gem. That dude is hilarious. Like he is, he's, like he, Oh, this is going to sound bad, but you know how certain people, they have that sound and they just sound stupid when they talk. Like everything that they say just – it just sounds like it's stupid, but it's funny. Like he's not dumb. He's not dumb by any means. But everything he says, he's like so sarcastic and just like he is an absolute gem. My second takeaway, Tom Brady is the exact opposite. He is an absolute plug. There's a there's a so, shocker coming from you. Wow. Well, no, I mean, if you if you had watched it, you would understand what I'm talking about. But the entire time that they're playing, Tom Brady blows it. I'm, arguably, I'm a better golfer than Tom Brady. He blows at golf. He is horrendous at golf. And the entire time, he's just – he's like it was like the first like six or seven holes. He couldn't even – he legitimately, he could not stay on the hole that he was on. Like, like I, I think Phil Mickelson even made a joke that he landed on the fairway of seven. They were playing two. So it, they, it – <laughs> 
like it, it was it, he's awful. Peyton Manning, good golfer. Tom Brady, not so much. But Tom Brady is quiet the whole time because he's sucking. He's absolutely abysmal. And he's like quiet. Not he's not pouting, but he's like, you know, when people are like doing poorly, they're just like silent and they don't say anything. Tom Brady makes one shot. He holes in from like 140 yards out, which I'm sure you saw in the highlights was probably the best shot of the day. Charles Barkley was like chirping him because he was sucking so bad. And Charles Barkley's a horrible golfer too. I watched, I watched that shot live. Yeah. So, so then Brady, so then Brady holds out all of a sudden Tom Brady is like, Mr. I'm going to talk to everybody. He's just walking around the green chest pumped out. Like, by the way, we picked his ball out of the hole, split his pants. TB12 method is working really well for him. Had to wear rain pants the rest of the way because he split his golf pants. This dude, I'm telling you. But all of a sudden, all of a sudden now he's like, he's like, he's like chest puffed out and he's like, haha, suck on that, Chuck. And it's like, you suck. You are awful. And you're not funny. You are so detached from like, like he's just so rich and just he just doesn't get it. Like I. I feel like he like he you know those people that like they go they grow to prep school then they go to fancy they go to a fancy university and then they become a professional football player and they marry a supermodel and they just like they they're just detached from reality and they don't understand what's going on yeah that's Tom Brady like he just doesn't he's not funny his sarcasm is lame and it, it's just he's just he's just the worst the worst and he sucks at golf and they were probably fawning all over him through the whole broadcast right. Well, to be fair, they were dumping on him because he's such a whole, because he was such a like abysmally bad. Like the whole pregame show, they're talking about you just you can't top this guy's dedication. He was out here playing a he played a practice eighteen this morning. He was running sprints in the parking lot. Oh, he's ready to go. First ball legitimately went sideways. It didn't even go like it didn't even go straight. Went he like chunked in and went side. Like just he's just it was so so bad. Like get. Like Tony Romo should have been out there. At least Tony Romo's a good golfer and could have made it. Like he could have made it enter like entertaining from a golf standpoint. There was some talk. Not of, from. There was some talk of Romo actually trying to get on the PGA Tour, wasn't there? Yeah, he, yeah. He came close he to won qualifying. a pro-am. Yeah, he yeah. won an event. Like he's he's a he's a good but, he's a legitimate good he's not, golfer. He's not the big name. I mean, if if you want to see a good golf competition, then you have well, a Romo. If you want to get ratings, then you go with a Brady because he's the bigger name. Listen, obviously you couldn't predict this happening, but no matter who you put out there, because it was the only sporting event in the last two months, it would have gotten ratings. It would have been incredible because there's nothing else to watch. And then they're like they're bringing in all these athletes like J.J. Watt was on, Russell Wilson was on. They do all these holes like longest drive and they donate all this money and blah, 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 blah. And it was just like everything was like so like staged and forced. And it was like, I don't know, like if it if, if it were an, if it were normal situation. The event probably wouldn't have been that great, but it was awesome to just watch Tom Brady just pee all over himself. Like it was incredible for me to watch. I it, I couldn't shut it off because of how bad he was. So you're you're saying that as a never been a fan of Brady, even From if that I perspective, were perspective, like you just love to turn it on and watch him suck. Well, no, I was gonna watch either way, and it was gonna piss me off if he was really good at golf too. But he's he's not, so it's like well, he's kind of maybe he's human, but. I just, I mean, I was going to watch it regardless because I just, I find, I, I like the game of golf and I thought it would be entertaining, but then he started to suck and it just made it even better. It just, it was so worth it just to watch him just like sulk in his golf cart and get poured on and just like, oh, it was great. Like he, he, he's so bad, so bad. 
a minor takeaway too. Phil Mickelson is a dork. Like that man, he's incredibly intelligent and a great golfer, obviously, but listening to him explain what he's going to do and why he's going to do it and his reasoning. And, and, and if, I mean, you two didn't watch, so you can't even comment, but if, if the people who are, he's just so dorky and explaining why he's doing this and what he's doing that. And it's just like, Oh my God. Even Charles Barkley was making fun of him. Like it, 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 it was just dorky, dorky. How was tiger? Was no. he very personable? Tiger is another one that you can tell the dude's just really rich and makes likes to make like snide comments. I mean, he's like he's got the golfer personality. He he reminds me of Shooter McGavin from uh from uh Happy Gilmore. Just like just like rich and like you know, I don't know making 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 comments. But Tiger Woods is <clears throat> is actually he's funnier than Tom Brady. Like he was funnier than than him making comments and. But I mean, he just he's got like an arrogance about him. But I guess when you're the best at your sport, I guess that's why you have it. But but you're right about not as bad as Brady. You were right about Peyton Manning, though. Like, you could just see from his television commercials, you know, he has good oh, comedic timing. Uh, if you ever get a chance, go back and watch a Saturday Night Live that he hosted back when he was still playing. It was probably at least 10 years ago. Some of the funniest sketches that have been on in years oh, were, he's were a, in that he was episode. A... No, he's got, he's got great comedic timing, and he's got personality. He got it all in that family because Eli obviously didn't get any of it. Well, Eli's kind of funny too. Eli got himself with Twitter, and he's been tweeting out, and and he's actually he's actually he's actually kind of funny too. But before before the match even started, they're like out in the like they're taking their practice shots, obviously staged. And the 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 uh, the girl that was interviewing asked Peyton Manning, um, if you could have a caddy, who would it be? I, I saw. And this Peyton Manning said, "Well, you know, I'd like to get inside of Tom's head, so I you know maybe I could bring Eli, maybe I could bring Nick Foles." Yeah. Uh, but you know, I, I I'm thinking I'm thinking I want to bring I think and I would bring Bill Belichick to get underneath <laughs> to get into Tom Brady's head. Like what a perfect response! The jab for Eli, the Nick Foles thing, and then and then to say Bill Belichick, and then and then Tom Brady's and then the girl goes over to Tom Brady because they're standing right next to each other. Goes over to Brady and is like, uh, so what do you think about his caddy choice? And Brady's like, who who did he say? Oh 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 Belichick. Yeah, I, I I think that would be kind of nice. That'd be kind what? Like just play it up, dude. Like have a personality. Don't be such a dink. M- Manning nailed it though. Belichick, what a good answer. Manning, he even had some good lines in the um the trash talking that they did before the event. He said he was glad that Tom could uh, that the Tampa police chief let him go down to wherever they played Palm Beach or something like that in Florida. He said they really wanted to have it in somewhere that he was hated like Indianapolis or Denver or Boston. (laughs) (laughs) Brady made a comment about, uh, I forget what it was. Manning said something about, about Atlanta, the Falcons or something. And Brady was like, Oh, the Falcons don't scare me. The Eagles kind of do, but the Falcons don't scare me. Like that was okay. Like now you're, now you're playing into it a little bit and that's good. But overall plug, absolute plug. Well, he's and, de- he's dead to me anyway, so that's another reason I didn't watch. Well, I mean that's that's stupid. Well, not not stupid, but that's I wouldn't call that a reason. You, I know you. You calling me it. stupid? No, sir. What I meant was the reasoning to not watch would not be because Brady's dead to you. It'd be because you don't like you don't like the game of golf. I said that's that's, that's another reason I didn't watch it. Ah, 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 ah. Um. So another thing before we get into we're going to get into like what we're what the leagues are planning on doing to come back from this and what our thoughts on it blah 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 but the other thing i guess the only other really major sporting sports news right now is 
uh, Dave Portnoy of Barstool Sports made a uh, hefty contribution to win an auction that they were auctioning off a chance to watch Monday Night Football in Roger Goodell's um, horrible, horrible man cave basement that he has uh, to watch a Monday Night Football game. And the NFL obviously did not let Portnoy come. He it was a quarter of a million dollars, 250000 I want to say, or 100, yeah. 125 I don't remember exactly. I think it was maybe it was two fifty. Was it two fifty? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Look it up, James. Either way, either way, it was a massive amount of money, so it doesn't really matter. But, um, and everyone was like, "Oh, what's Goodell gonna do?" Because they have their beef, and you know, Portnoy's been arrested on on the NFL commissioner's uh, like out in front of his offices. So what's he gonna do? And so the NFL sends Portnoy an email saying that he did not pass the background check and they will not be allowing him to watch a uh, the Monday Night Football game. Gutless move. First, first what are your what are, so gutless moves? What are gutless your thoughts? Moves. What's your reasoning for saying on on who on whose part? On the NFL's part. On Goodell's part. I mean, suck it up. House. You put it up for auction. Was was that put out there that anybody who won the auction was going to be subject to a background check? And it's not like he was a sex offender. He got arrested for protesting on private property. Yeah, private property of the commissioner's office. Right. So the guy that – yeah, so I mean hmm, – but okay. Yeah, but this was a good chance to bury the hatchet. He doesn't – nobody – Right, Goodell James, doesn't want to bury the hatchet. I get that. James, what are your thoughts on the matter? The, the fact of the matter is Goodell should have been the bigger man and allowed it to happen. But we all know it was going to not happen. Portnoy has been removed from Super Bowls because he bought tickets. Super Bowls. Like, there is no way he's going to run into Roger Goodell at a Super Bowl game. And he's been removed. So he's also been removed from Media Row multiple yeah. times. Has not been yeah. granted access to Media Row. So, like, for me, this this is him stretching out a little bit thin. But then Goodell should have – they're both to blame. I 100% put this on Portnoy. And I'm, I understand I'm probably in the minority here because everybody loves Portnoy because he's Barstool. But – but but I look I at it as force them to get better. Okay, well that's whatever. That's neither here nor there. But my 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 reasoning is, and you're right, James. If you're not even allowed on media row, what in the world makes you think that Roger Goodell is going to sit in his basement with you to watch a football game? Like that is absolutely never ever ever going to happen. This is a, a stunt that Portnoy did. Now it, it was for charity. The NFL said that they will refund Portnoy his money, and they will make their own donation to charity. So the NFL. So much does not want this guy involved in anything that they do that they're giving him back $250,000 and then donating $250,000. So they, they're they they're out 250 k of their own money so because they want nothing to do with this guy. They don't want to be associated with this guy whatsoever. So, now, so why not just say that? Why not just say given, given our past history with this gentleman, we do not want him to be in here? Why say he didn't pass a background check? Because that's probably, I mean, who knows if they, I mean, I'm sure that they were going to do a background check if a guy was going to be allowed into Roger Goodell's house. You have to assume that they would do a background check on that guy, right? Like, they're not just going to let anybody just walk into this guy's house. I, I mean, I, I would, 
as Roger Goodell, I would want the per- I would want some information on the person that's about to walk into my my house to watch a football game with me. I understand there'll be cameras and security, but you s- still should have some somewhat of a background check, right? I would assume. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. So so I mean I would assume that anybody would have gone through the background check, and if this this guy's so if he just had a criminal record, eh, okay, like if he got if he got arrested for protesting. Some I don't know Tom Brady's contract. Like if he got arrested at Tom Brady's house, okay, maybe that's a little different. He got arrested at the commit. Like he, this is a this is a stunt by Portnoy. That's what he's doing. He's he, he and he's yeah. And look at all and, look and at all the he's, publicity he's getting out of it. Exactly, and it's not and costing working. him a dime. Exactly, and it's working. Now he hides behind the fact that he's like, oh well, I'm doing it for charity. It's for charity. It's for charity. It's for charity. It's for charity. I saw one of his tweets that he sent to the commissioner asking if he was ever going to see his money back. Whoa, buddy! I thought it was for charity. It's not about the money. If you're if you're donating this to charity, then donate it to charity. What Portnoy could have done is said, "I'm still donating this money anyway." But no, he made it about going after Goodell. And now Portnoy comes out and he says he's going to have this huge party, the an F Goodell party, the same day that whoever whoever goes that it was supposed to be the same day that they watch that they watch Monday Night Football. So while the NFL was making it about charity, Portnoy made it about his personal gripe. With Goodell, I'm sorry. Whether you like him or not, I don't mind the guy. I, I mean, he's obviously built an amazing thing over at Barstool, and I don't mind the guy. But this was clearly not – like the NFL was trying to do it for the right reasons with, with it being for charity, and he took advantage of the situation and, and you know tried to manipulate it for publicity and to, and to pull a stunt. And and so I'm blaming – I'm not blaming Goodell because they're still donating the money. I'm I'm blaming Portnoy for the stunt and causing this, this quote, uproar. Which is going to obviously blow up because it's barstool, so everything's going to be magnified times a thousand. Well, I think Goodell should have called his bluff and said, "Okay, sure, come over," and then see what he did. Yeah, but then he wins. Who, then, then Portnoy who wins. wins? Portnoy wins. He's out two hundred fifty grand though. That's that's it's chump change to the NFL. It's chump change to to, to Portnoy. It doesn't matter. It's stock market trading at the moment, so you can earn that. Yeah, you'll earn that in a day, two days. But I don't know. I, I just think everyone's even in our group chat. Guys were coming down on the NFL like, "Oh, what a gutless move! This is this is ridiculous." Oh, it's like you didn't see this coming. Like it, it's obvious that this was going to happen, and it's just Portnoy pulling a stunt. It's kind of on him. He made it about himself and not about the charity or the money. He made it about himself and his own personal gripe with with Goodell, which isn't a surprise. That's what he does. No, and and it's good. I mean, it's good publicity for Barstool for sure. But it it's still. I don't know. Like I, I just, I think that he took advantage of the situation. I don't necessarily I, I, agree with it. I think you get what you expect to get from a guy like Portnoy and something like this. I just think it's a bad look for the NFL to go back on it. You know, even though they're still going to donate the money to charity and good for them for that, but just, just to say, oh well, on second thought, we don't want you here. I don't know. I don't. I just don't. See, think I, think good, would... I just don't think it's a good look for them. I, I mean, I, I think they honestly, I think they did the right thing because I think if you let Portnoy in, who the hell knows what's going to happen? Who knows what he's going to say? Who knows what he's going to do? You know what I mean? And he, he'll probably. I mean, this dude handed out towels and T-shirts with. He sold T-shirts with Goodell's face with a clown nose. How like how on earth did anybody think that, that Goodell was going to let this guy into his house? He handed out hundreds, it, it, uh, thousands of towels at Gillette before before one of the Patriots playoff games. With Goodell's face with a clown nose. And he thinks that Goodell's just going to let him walk into his house? No. Are you kidding me? 
Well, that's the risk they took when they put it out there for auction. Yeah, you're right. But I, I would assume that they thought, like, I don't know, someone from, I don't know, maybe, I don't even know, someone from uh, somebody like Jeff Bezos, Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, someone on Amazon. I was saying Nike, but Nike's already in cahoots with the NFL. But someone from Amazon was gonna was gonna put up a bunch of money, and Jeff Bezos' kids could have gone or or whatever. Like that's like, that's kind of what I think they were expecting, and then backfired. Yeah, it did a little bit, but I think ultimately. The N- like to me, the NFL did the, did the right thing to me uh, by saying, mm, "Nah, you're actually not welcome here." So uh, we're going to donate the money anyway. So, so they probably didn't things. think it through too well to begin with. Like when they first came up with the idea, they probably didn't sit down and say, "Okay, who could possibly bid on this?" Yeah, well, we got to be careful I mean, sh- with that. Yeah, I'm sure they didn't think that that Portnoy would put up a quarter of a million dollars to do it, but. I mean, I guess. I mean, that's a risk. I guess you. That's a risk you take. I guess with any auction, though. Who knows who's, who's going to win or buy or whatever. I, whatever. But so that can that just, cancels just, the auction we were going to have for uh, somebody to come and watch a sporting event here in the syndicate with us. Well, I mean, if Portnoy's going to put up a quarter of a million dollars. And uh, some of the bus. funding will be accepted. <laughs> yeah. Right. Except all major credit cards. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway. So th- those are the those are the two things that really have happened. Is there anything else that's happened outside of of, of the leagues announcing what they're going to do or anything? Is anything anything that I missed? Uh, there's been some na- a couple of NASCAR races. There's been some horse racing. Uh, yeah, you, mentioned, you mentioned you mentioned UFC, yeah. and of course yeah. the WWE continues on its merry way. Yeah. Yep. Oh, soccer. Soccer's oh, that's right. Back. Yes, in Europe. The Bundes- yeah, Bundesliga. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think, and, uh, I think the uh, Premier League just announced that it's going to be coming back in the next couple of weeks. La Liga, too, the Spanish League, which is good. I mean, it, it's good to see. So and one thing, I, I, I did watch the first UFC fight that came back. I, I have uh, ESPN Plus, and so I watch the prelims, and then if, if that fight's on there, I'll watch. Like, sometimes the, the main card is on there. If it's not a big fighter or, the, or pay-per-view, then – They'll just run it on ESPN Plus, and I watched it without fans, which is obviously how they're doing it now. And then soccer is also playing without fans, but soccer took the pump, the crowd noise uh, into the stadium, into the stadium uh, aspect. Whereas UFC just they didn't, they just it's just the fighters just jumping around the the octagon and their coaches yelling at them. And I gotta tell you, we talked about this before, whether it be awkward or, or odd or weird or whatever. It's weird. With no noise. It is weird. With no noise yeah. to just listen to the like. Now in the UFC, they're jumping around. the The octagon has gift to it, so it's like they're bouncing around on it. And you can hear that noise. The coaches are yelling at him. You can hear Joe Rogan yelling um, as he's commentating, and you know he's like he he does like post fight interviews and like gets the get, it really like hypes the crowd up when they're interviewing the 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 fighters and stuff. And he didn't change that. He is like demeanor and his loudness and it was but there was no noise there was just no cheering no it was it was weird it's weird man Um, it's weird we didn't mention korean baseball which is one of the first things that came back and uh that's maddie d well i know we can't talk about that he's kaiwoon heroes um but no that just watching a little bit of that too that's you know really really hard to watch with no crowd noise at all Mm -hmm. Uh, going to rest uh WWE the last week has um 
had their trainees come in as fans. Yeah, but even so, so I, I just I don't feel like I don't, I don't. It's not appearance. Appearances, it doesn't seem weird. It's just the fact that there's no noise and like the, the trainees or whatever, like they, are, like they're not really fans. I don't think. I mean, I don't know, but I would assume that it's not like is like wrestling fans are like a different breed of like intense. Yeah. Like it's like like, and that's not. A, I'm not. I mean, I I could make fun of them right now, but I'm not going to. I'm taking the high road here, and it's just like, you know, let's just watch other. Let's just watch guys in in underwear wrestle other guys in underwear and cheer really loudly and awkwardly for a soap opera. But that's that's not the point. The point is that like they're like a different type of intense, and I just it, it's weird. I would assume that it, watching wrestling without like I remember WrestleMania. I think it was came out like they still did WrestleMania, even though this whole thing started like right. It was like three weeks after the whole pandemic started and it was weird. There was no noise. There was no anything. And it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Having no crowd noise was strange. The new way they're doing it. It's, you know, it's not original. You know, they hear just the cheer. Authentic is the word you're looking for. Yeah. Authentic (laughs) is what I'm looking for. I'm I'm trying to get back to rhythm. It's been like forever. Um, so yeah, it it's been it is weird to agree with you. It is weird. So hopefully, hopefully when the the sports come back, it's not that weird. Well, you know, you you think about the sports that that it like like it's not going to affect golf, tennis, like it, those things really probably won't be too too affected by it at all because you're you're quiet while the guys are actually performing. But it's got to be an adjustment for the athletes like that are playing bait like. Baseball, I guess there's 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 crowd noise there. Football is gonna be weird, man. Like football, hockey, like that's gonna be it's gonna be weird to, and it has to be weird for the athletes. I I would assume, you know, like I, when's the last time that the, any of these guys played a, a a professional game in front of nobody? Maybe high school. Even so, football players in in Texas yeah, they have more they have the more programs. fans at their high school game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Like, like it, when's it like what pop Warner for some of these football players is the last time they watched a game where it wasn't people other than your family yelling in the crowd. Like that's gotta be an adjustment and it's gotta be weird. I, I would, I would think for them, but it's weird for us. It has to be weird for them. You know, NASCAR has been easy because the cars are so loud. So you're automatically yeah, left turn, left turn, left turn, left turn. Yeah. Some rights. <laughs> <laughs> there are some rights. <laughs> Taking on all the sports I like. Pit row, pit row, pit row. <laughs> but just but no, watching but, some of the replays of games that have been on, you know, they've, they've been showing a lot of playoff games, NBA and hockey and baseball. And, you know, you watch these games, like when they come down to the ninth inning, base is loaded, and the stadium is just rocking. And, you know, it just makes me think, when we get these moments, when sports does come back, and we get these moments where the game is on the line and the crowd is not there to go crazy, is it going to be as intense when we're watching it? Is it going to be as engaging to watch? You know, it's a good if question. you've got a batter who's up and he, and he's on the visiting team and the bases are loaded and there's two outs and there's a three and two count and the stadium is going crazy and you now that's gone. That's got to be an equalizer for that guy. If he doesn't have 30,000, 40,000 people screaming for him to strike out, it's got to make a difference. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I guess that's that's one way to look at it is is the pressure almost not taken off because the pressure of the moment obviously gets gets hyped up by crowd by the oh, crowd. It has noise, to but be does, magnified does, by the crowd. 
has to no, be. No, no, but for, I mean, for both, to me, too. It's not just the hitter. Oh, like yeah. The pitcher. I, know, I understand it's a different type of energy. It, it, it's it's nerves from the hitter, and then you're, you're the, you know when the crowd is behind you, it's a different type of energy. But, I mean, it, it that's a good point. And, you know, is is the – are the nerves, can they be calmed a little bit more so without without that there? As a viewer, I don't think it's going to change. Oh, As I a think viewer, you're still going to be sitting on the edge of your seat, and you're still going to be hyped up, and, and you're still – because I, I think that – during those moments, like I'll, I, I will, I'll never ever forget when the Bruins came back. They were down against the Leafs, and they came back, and Bergeron scored the, to tie the, to tie the game late, and then he scored an overtime to win. Everybody's seen the, everybody knows the with Reimer laying face down, all upset, crying into the ice, and I don't. It had nothing to do with the crowd noise for there. I was, I was screaming myself when the Bruins won the Stanley Cup. The, the crowd noise didn't matter to me because I was watching it in a bar, and the noise was turned off, and I, we were yelling like it. Like that's not going to change your your viewing. Like you're still going to be on the edge of your seat, and you're still going to be hyped up and amped up, just because of because you're a fan of one of the teams. Yeah, but I think it's going to take some of the drama away from it, especially if you're not a oh, fan of could. the team and you're just watching it. Like if you're watching a Super Bowl that your team isn't involved in, it adds mm. it adds to the to the experience. It adds to the Hope. to the viewing pleasure. Hopefully, by the time the Super Bowl comes around, people can go back to go back to watching sporting events well, and be at them. Hopefully, you know, hopefully. you know, some states, Texas is saying that they're going to allow 25% capacity in the stadiums. So, you know, maybe some of these other leagues, the NFL has talked about it, Miami, um, Dolphins have talked about that as well. Um, so, you know, maybe you maybe they won't be so, totally empty. Maybe it'll, you know, maybe it'll look like a a Red Sox game in early April or. You know, something, a night game when it's real cold and you've only got a few thousand people there. Yeah. Or so, an XFL game. There you go. So, well, here, here's here's a serious question. You know, when uh, the Revolution play at Gillette, they don't they don't pack that stadium no. whatsoever. No. But what they do is they sell they'll sell tickets only in certain areas. Right. So I know you still have the social distance, obviously. So you're not you might have one person every third seat if you're not a family member, but. Are they will they limit it to say you'll be on the side like you know where the team how the teams are on the sidelines you'll be behind the away team like they'll, they'll only use the away team's sideline for football or they'll only use behind the behind the the plate for baseball no because you're you're going to want to separate people and I'm sure they're going to want to get as many people in there as they can so they're probably spread no, no, right, it around I mean, the whole stadium twenty five percent capacity twenty five percent capacity that doesn't change. It's not like you have 25% in one section. It's 25% is 25%. It doesn't matter if they're all sitting in the same section or if they're spread out. 25% is 25%. Yeah, but 25%. If, you, if you have to social distance, you can't all sit in the same section. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying is you have, you know, every other row, every fourth seat, whatever it might be. But, I mean, do they try and position them in, in areas for the cameras and, and stuff like that? Like that that's something to think about. Yeah, don't sell the upper bowl. Near the – Near, yeah, near the microphones, so right. you can have, so you can hear that noise. I mean, if you're spreading people out and there's only two people per row, they're what, you're gonna hear those two people's conversation for the backstop mic. Like they're gonna be, who knows what they're talking about? You'll hear that. But but one thing with the uh, Texas where they where they've said that that doesn't count for indoor stadiums, and stadiums with retractable roofs are considered indoor stadiums. So all the Texas, both both football teams and both baseball teams. Playing in either an indoor stadium or one with a tractable, retractable roof, so you're not going to get that. Well, no, well, that's not very well thought out by them because that's they'll probably change it where if it's a retractable roof, you can you can still uh, you can still do it as long as it's open. Then you might have rain delays, which defeats the purpose of playing in Texas. That's true. 
Anyway, crazy, crazy, crazy. But but anyway, we're getting we, closer. How did where, we why see, did we, we why did we get off so far off track? I I don't know. Did we? Well, yeah. Well, we, well I forget what we were. What I was even talking about. But anyway, God, what were you saying? No, we seem to be getting closer. It seems like at least two out of the three leagues that should be active right now have some type of plan to come back. Baseball being the mm-hmm. exception. So it seems like hopefully by July we're going to be seeing some sports. So I saw <clears throat> I saw that the NBA said July 31st. Is that right? July yes. 31st to start their to pl- start play. Yes. That's two months away. That's two months from today. Well, you've still got, so you've go still and, got restrictions in a lot of places. No, I know. I know. Um, well, Mass, Mass, you know, Massachusetts it, just lifted theirs so, for professional teams. Somewhat, yeah. They can come back and at least work out. Practice. Well, they can't mm-hmm. even really practice. It's They can come in. They can shoot around. They can, they can work out. But they can't compete against each other in a practice. Right. I mean, we talk about practice. Yeah, but that's still two months away. No, well, July thirty first is two months. They haven't played in almost two months. They're gonna have to get back in shape. Should be fresh. They should should be be fresh, fresh. but they're not in game shape. So there's gonna have to be some ramp up to get you to that point. They're gonna have to play some exhibition games or scrimmage games or something to get to that point. They're not gonna play exhibition games unless it's against unless it's inter squad. You're not gonna they're not gonna risk players coming into contact with each other any more than what they already need to. They're not going to. They're not going to play exhibition games. Did you see what the with the NHL with the NHL released today? So the NHL, uh, they're planning. I I don't remember the exact date they said, but I, uh, I think it's in July. But the NHL is planning on coming back with twenty four teams. So they cut out the bottom eight. Yeah, they've said their regular eight, season nine. is over. Right. So they're. They're going to – yeah, the Bruins win the President's Trophy. Yay, everybody's happy. <laughs> Asterix. And – but they are going to – they came out today and said that they're going to test players every single night. Every player is going to be tested for COVID-19 every single night. Which makes no sense. That's, that's crazy talk. To me, because the test is 24 hours. Like, no, 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 no. They want to have it. They, they said if you do the test at night, they'll have the results by the morning. That's what they're saying. But they have the results by the next day. I, I can only read. I don't report these things. I just read these things. Well, they do have some tests oh. now that you can get a result within 15 minutes. The accuracy of them is debatable. Yeah. But they but they do have tests that are more rapid than the older tests that took a day or two to come back. And, and I imagine in another couple of months we'll have more advancements in the – Along those lines as well, but what I would assume a 12-hour test. All right, that, that's got to be what they're what they're banking. So if on, if a test. player tests positive, obviously he's out. But is everybody that he's come in contact with are they quarantined as well? If one player in any of these leagues gets it, the entire league is going to be shut down. Well, especially where they're talking about bubble cities. The NBA. How can you? How can you come back with 24 teams? And let's say one player gets diagnosed. That guy is clearly going to infect his own locker room. Anybody he's played in the last 24 hours. So if he, if he played a game, now that team's infected. 
or I mean, it's obviously not like it's not, it's not guaranteed, but you say you say two, say four guys on your team get infected and then four guys on the team you were just playing get infected. Those teams now have to quarantine, right? You would think so. Yep. So now the season's shut down because those are two teams competing in the playoffs that aren't going to be able to play. Right. So now you're shutting everything back down again. You're right. But I guess you have to get well, back to normalcy somehow. You, like you have to. Like, that's the thing. Like, I think they're rolling the dice with this. They're saying let's let's try it at least and see what happens. Yeah, and I, I I give I give the NHL and the the NBA more credit than I give the MLB right now. The MLB is a nightmare right now. And out of all of the sports, baseball is the least contact of any of the sports. Out of I all mean, those... talk about social distancing. Guys stand 30, 40, 50, <laughs> 60 feet apart from each other when right. they're on the field. Right. I mean, yeah, you do right. have some you know plays you know plays at the plate or or you know, double plays where somebody slides into the shortstop or whatever, but the general rule is they're not standing anywhere near each other. Yeah, but think of, think about how much those guys spit all of the time. But they're banning spitting. How how quickly they're, germs They're saying, spread. no, you can't spit. Oh, You please. can't spit? You can't high-five? Oh, please, they're not going to spit. Give me a break. They did that. How are they going to do Chew? They did that in Korea. Give me a break. No chew. chew was banned. Please. Give me a break. Yeah, chew is banned. Just like just like just like using uh, tar on your hat is banned, or or using too much pine tar on your bat, or or like, give me a break. Like they're gonna stop spitting, please, please. But Major League Baseball is they they need it the most. If you ask me too, I mean, what sport realistically right now? What sport has the most to lose by this whole thing? It's gotta be baseball, right? Yes, absolutely. Baseball's a dying Base, sport in yeah, this country. You're right. And and and, and, and and people can go a whole year without watching baseball and doesn't really seem like the masses care. I mean you have the you have those super weirdos that are waking up at all kinds of weird hours to watch Korean football, Matty D, and uh, Korean football, Korean baseball. And but for the most part, there are a lot of people that don't really care that watch baseball just because it's the only thing to watch in the summer. Sports wise. Yeah, and they're just screwing it up right now. It is I mean, it's it. They feel like they're further away from getting their season even started than than these other sports, which have to fa- which have to factor in next season at this point. And what coming back now means for the NFL, for the NHL, and the NBA will affect not only this season but next season as well. Major League Baseball doesn't have that. No, next season and the season after that. I mean, at some point, you know, it, it's going to have to catch up somewhere. You know, if, right, if, right. If I mean, the, the NHL, the, the NHL has already formulated a plan for next season. Like they're 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 screwing up next season to to finish this season. They've already said that. So they're going to intentionally shorten the season, or are they extending it on they'll the other start, end? They'll start in December. But when? How late will they go? Normal. They'll run a shortened season. Oh, okay. So so they're gonna they're gonna shorten next season. They're gonna start later. They're gonna start a month and a half later than they normally do. They'll start around Christmas time. And the NBA will probably do the same thing, but they'll probably I've already they'll said probably the, it, go it, even later and extend their season into August, and that might become the new normal for the NBA to go December which I've to August. Already said, which I've already said is the best thing for the NBA. Yeah, and the worst thing for the MLB. Worst thing for baseball. Worst worst thing for baseball. Um, who I guess I guess if you were a fan of one of the two sports, so we talked about this pr- briefly right before we right before we started rec- recording. So I'm throwing it on you guys, and I'm sorry, but if you were a fan of the NBA and the NHL, which league are you more ha- 
happy, confident in and seeing in in seeing this get back to uh, getting the, them back onto you know playing the NHL, who has a plan but no location, or the NBA, which has a location but no plan. The NHL, because getting a location is quick and easy. So you're okay for those eight teams to have this extended break to not have to return to play to. Uh, and, and if you were the bubble team, so if you're the first team out, New Jersey Devils, I believe, were the first team out. You're okay with not finishing the season, having it cut short, go right to the playoffs? Tough to say because you're the Boston Bruins who just won the President's Trophy. But if you're the New Jersey Devils, are you pissed? Yeah, you probably yeah, are. You're the, last, you're, the first, oh, you're the first team you out. Know, Gary Bettman said there's going to be something about this proposal that people are not going to like. But I think they tried to do what was best overall for the league. You know? Agreed. You can't please everybody, no matter what you do. You can't please everybody. So they thought that and what's, they thought that that was best. And what's the NBA's plan? Well, they, what's the NBA's they don't really have strategy a plan right, now? right now? But it looks to me like they're trying to find a way to get um, guys like Zion Williamson and John Morant, guys who, if the season were to end right now and you were to cut those teams off, they wouldn't be in the playoffs. So I think. Uh, Damon Lillard is another one from Portland, and I probably just screwed up his name. But um, not bad. They're, they're all teams that right now were on the outside looking looking in, but they were only maybe a game or two off with I think they still had seven or eight games left to play. So they could have gotten in the playoffs. So I think what the NBA is, is probably looking to do is maybe not – well, actually finishing the regular season. Like they're, they're going to cut off the bottom teams that have no chance – of making the playoffs, and then maybe bring in like a top 20 or 22, something like that, and and give these these other younger players that they want to market, give them that chance to try to get into the playoffs and generate some interest with those guys. I just, if you cut off the bottom thing, then you're doing essentially what the NHL is doing. They they have to play a play-in game, basically. No, be, no because the series, NBA will look, they'll look to finish their regular season. Play like maybe right, but five, then you six, can't, seven. You can't games. cut off teams then. You can't cut off teams then. If a guy's going to finish their schedule, they have to put the teams they're scheduled to play. Well, no, you can't, you can't no, re- gonna, rewrite the schedule. No, they're going to do that. They're going to redo the schedule. They're going to have to figure out how they're going to do that. And they, if you're going to do that, that, that then you need to bring on. everybody back. Well, why bring teams back that have no chance to make the playoffs to play five or six games? Why run the risk? Why, bring, why run the risk of bringing those guys in to do that just to go home? You're already. You're already running a, a risk to benefit yourself by bringing back Zion Williamson's team and Damian Lillard's and Dame Lillard's team. You're you're putting you're putting those guys. You're at putting risk. everybody they, at a risk. It's not just putting those no, of guys you at are. risk. You're putting, of course you are. But if, if you're gonna if you're not going to just cut it off and go to the playoffs, which is what the NHL, in my opinion, should have done. They should have just taken their their. They should have just started when they come back. You're starting in the playoffs because that, that that's 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 what I think they that's what I think they should have done. Sixteen teams, boom, done. Move on. If you're going to come back and you're going to say, well, because we want to market Zion Williamson and his team's two games out, we're going to we're going to we're going to finish the season. Then you need to bring everybody back. Who knows? Who knows what could happen? I don't I don't even know what the standings look like. But if the Chicago Bulls are way out and all of a sudden they come back, they win their last seven games and they make it to the playoffs. Nobody might have seen that coming. But if you're going to do that for the marketing purposes of John Rance, the, the Zion Williamson's, then you need to bring everybody back. You can't you, you can't pick and choose, in my oh, opinion. Oh yes, they can. 
They can do whatever they want. There's going to be a huge asterisk on this season anyway, no matter what yeah, happens. Yeah, you're right. So – well, not not to me. Not if you finish. Not if you finish the the right way. If you see your season through, and you play your eighty two games, eighty eighty two. What does the NBA play? 82. 80, 82. 82. You play your eighty two games. Every team plays their eighty two games, and you play. Oh, work call. You play your eighty two games, and uh, and 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 then go to the playoffs. It's a real season. Yeah, but you're not going to play eighty two games. There's no way that they're going to finish 82 games. They only have like seven or eight games left. New Orleans is four games out. See, that's that's out to me. Four games out with seven games left, you're out. You're out. Yeah. Portland is then with three games away. Where do you you draw the cutoff? And I think Memphis was just a game out. And... um, no, Memphis is the eighth seed. Oh, they're in. They're okay. Number eight. Okay. Yeah, they're in. They're in. And then on the east, you have Orlando, with, which is 30-35, and Washington, which is 24-40. So the east is already set, in my eyes. Yeah, I just, I'm, to me, you just can't pick and choose. That's how I look at it. And who knows? Maybe they won't be able to figure that out, so maybe that is. maybe they will just say, okay, the regular season's over. And now we're going in. Uh, but in the NHL, the the Bruins finish up as the number one seed, but they still have to play some type of round robin or something to determine playoff seeding. They're not going to go into yeah. the playoffs as a number one seed. Yeah, which is stupid. Like, like, again, the NHL has it right by having a plan and getting everything in, and they, they took a stance and they stuck to it. But it just it, it doesn't – I mean, they're doing that because they wanted to do play-in games for the <clears> – so, like, the teams that didn't make it in – could play a play-in game, so like the eight seed plays the ten seed, for example, or whatever it might be, to play into, so they could then play the number one seed. But then it's like, well, if those two teams are going to play games, then all of these other teams have to also play competitive games because you can't make, you know, can't have a couple of teams play competitive games and the rest not. So they, they, I don't know, they, it's all kinds of screwed up and it's all, it's all funky. So, but the Bruins can get somewhere from the one to the four seed, basically. Yeah. In the playoffs, which doesn't make any sense. Which only means who they're going to match up with, because it's not like you're going to really get home ice advantage. Right, right. Well, I I heard that the Eastern Conference and the Stanley the Stanley Cup Finals and the and the Conference Finals could potentially be played on home ice, on in actual arenas. The NHL said that that that's that could potentially happen. I don't know how they're going to do it with the Canadian teams, because technically, if you come true into to, the country, hopefully true, hopefully. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I say hopefully Trudeau pulls up pulls up on his uh on his um 14-day quarantine. I mean even even to go from state to state here they're saying you should quarantine if you go to another state for 14 days. Like they've opened up uh, hotels in New Hampshire, but they're saying you either quarantine for 14 days or you sign an affidavit that you quarantine for 14 days prior to going there. So are we going to say all these players have to quarantine for 14 days before they go to this bubble city that they're playing in? I mean, the, bu- the bubble city makes the most sense. Get all the it players does. in one spot. I mean, Disney World is the perfect location for the NBA. I mean, they've got the lodging. They've got the restaurants. And, you know, Disney World's going to reopen, but they're going to open, reopen to a much smaller capacity. So they, they definitely have the room to house everybody for this. It's big enough. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, may, it makes sense. Where do, where do you think the NHL is going to go? I'm, I'm figuring Las Vegas has to be one of the two options, or one, one of the two Dakota. locations. Where North where Dakota? In North Dakota. Near the campus. Is that big enough to house eight teams? North Dakota's huge, and not many people live there. So yeah, but do they have the facilities? No, I don't, I don't know. I, Michigan, Michigan probably has the facilities. Detroit, that's probably a good area to go. Uh, Alaska. In Boston would be a really good one. There's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of there's a yeah. lot of you know colleges and 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 rinks and there's all kinds of stuff and around hotels. here. There's a hotels. Yeah, there's a massive, 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 massive skate ice complex like the one in Marlboro. There's a massive one. I think it has 13 ice surfaces in Minnesota. So that's that could be a, that could be a decent a decent spot. And I mean I, I don't know. There's there's so many unknowns and it. I, I guess it's just it's it's nice to at least see that they're that they're at least thinking about it and they're planning on finishing. So at least you know now that that these leagues are planning. Because before it was are the leagues going to finish? Or are they not? Are they just going to call the season? What are they going to do? But at least now it seems like these leagues are committed to at least finishing the seasons. Which is good to talk about. Let's just hope that we can actually get to that point. That, and, that and, and, and and of course safely. Like that's the other right. thing is like 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 we like I said, if one or two of these guys gets it, like if everybody's together, it's going to run through these leagues. Like like just think about when a guy gets the flu. How many like you see the, right. the, and and a legitimate flu, not a hangover flu. Not I partied the night before and I I have the flu like symptoms. Like the legitimate flu. Think about how quickly it spreads through these locker rooms. You see, oh, this guy's out, this guy's out, this guy's out, that guy's out. You know, it, it affects well, eight to ten well, guys they're even, in a locker They're room. even talking about guys can't shower after games. That's disgusting. <laughs> Especially in hockey. That's disgusting. Nah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. We have single showers. You can do a single shower. They put they can put up those plastic partitions like they're planning yeah. on putting up in bars. Oh, put them yeah, in the you have to schedule what time you're going to take a shower. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay, wingers, it's your turn. Let's go. <laughs> I don't know. I want to I want to uh, talk about baseball though because um I want to I want to see what you guys think and not not even necessarily who's to blame with what's going on with with the trying to get back to play or trying to start play I guess but but more so like. Who who you're looking at as being the problem child here? Is it the players? Is it the owners? So I'm sure I'm sure Bill has a better uh, a better following and better understanding of exactly what's going on, hopefully than me. Does that mean you want me to talk? Yes, that oh, would okay. be good. <laughs> well, I, as usual, I think they're both to blame. You know, and and I think the poster child for this whole thing is going to turn out to be Blake Snell for his comments. Yeah, he's kind of a real doofus. Well, and then a guy like um, Bryce Harper, he turns around and, and just agrees with him. You know, and here's a couple of millionaires complaining about getting less millions to play a game. You know, and just like Snell making a comment, I guts to get mine. I mean, when you have tens of millions of people in this country right now out of work, that is just, mm. it just doesn't look good. I'm sorry. You know, you just can't be making statements like that. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's just the it's disconnection from reality, and that's kind of what I think feel like it happens a lot with athletes 
very talented athletes, athletes at the top of their top of their their fields and sports their entire lives. It's kind of what happens, and that's that's what it feels like here. But I mean, I to me, like I'm kind of looking at the players here. Like you guys want to? I mean, I could be misunderstanding what they're saying, but they basically are saying we're not taking less money because we're going to play less. And it's like, well, they had an agreement. They how, had an agreement that their salaries were going to be prorated based on the number of games that they were playing. That was something that was agreed upon long ago. But the owners are now claiming that that agreement was made with the assumption that there would be revenue generated by people going to the games, people in the stands. Now if they're talking about no people in the stands, the owners are saying that that deal is off. So that's the impasse that they're at right now. And But, I mean, they're not even really negotiating. The, the owners came in with their latest proposal, which was like a sliding scale where the highest paid players would make less money and the lesser paid players, like the major league minimum I think is around 600000 Those guys would get, you know, say they played half the season, they would get, say, 400000 But if a guy who's getting paid $20 million a year, he's only going to get, say, $8 million. You know, he's, he's getting a lesser percentage of... Only. Uh, yeah, right. But that was over a week ago, and the NF, the uh, Major League Players Association hasn't come back with a counterproposal. So they're not even really talking about it right now, which if they don't get going soon, we're, we're just going to lose the season, and that is not good for baseball. In the short, in the short run, awful, awful. in the long run, maybe it would be good to lose the season, and maybe they'd finally smarten up and see all the things that need to be fixed with baseball maybe even contract some teams to increase the level of play. For the long run, maybe it could save the sport. I don't know. But right now... No season. No season. Does does it does it burn a year contracts? Did I already ask this? Yes. Yeah. If they don't if play they this don't year. If they don't play, they still get credited with a year of eligibility. And, like, Mookie Betts can become a free agent at the end of the year without playing a single game for the Dodgers. <laughs> I know I asked that. I, I didn't, but I was under the assumption they were going to play at least a little bit. I didn't know what if 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 the season got canceled as a whole. Um, but I mean, to me, if they really really cared and they really really wanted to play, which baseball should, these these the owners and the players should. It's astounding to me that they're like, nah, they they scoff at eight million. You're still going to make eight million dollars. You're going to play for three months. Like, what? Like you. If you guys really want to get this going, and I mean, let, let's face it, a country right now that is in dire need of of entertainment and and sports, and they they need it. Like like the country needs it. If you ask me, people Stop need it. sports. The country needs. You're right. The country needs sports to pull something. Up. Something to needs a distraction. Yeah. Right. 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 Exactly. It needs, it needs something. Needs I'm and, tired and of watching the 2004 World Series. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And it's just it, you just like everybody needs to like and, and to me, it, whatever comes back first, whether it's hockey, basketball, baseball, their ratings, their advertisement, their TVs, the, all that stuff is going to be through the roof because it's going to be the, it's going to be the first thing back. And it's going to be people are going to are going to they're going to need to watch it. They're going to want to watch it. They're going to and. Ratings are going to be through the roof for whatever sport comes back. Well, especially back for the NBA and, and the NHL because they'll be going right into their playoffs. So it'll right. be even more right. interesting. Right, but even if it's baseball, even if baseball is the first one to come back, 
It's something. You know, people don't like watching baseball. It's too long. It's too this. It's too that. But if it's the only thing on, you're going to watch it. If you either watch a live game or I was at your house a couple weeks ago. You were watching, what, the 1978 World Series? Like, what are you going to watch? You're going to watch what what you don't know the outcome of. Right. You're going to watch live sports. You're going to watch something that you've been doing your entire life. Well, actually, the 1978 World Series that I was watching, I forgot who won that. So, so it was almost like well, new to me. That's <laughs> it was definitely not new with those uniforms and the commentators and the awful picture that the TV yeah. was coming through that was coming through the TV, where it's like has it has to have, they have the black sidebars because it couldn't even go into high def. Brutal. 19, actually, I think it was 79. It was the old Pittsburgh Pirates in there. Pretty pretty good that I just I you, guessed you were the close. year you and were I got close, it right. I, but I think it was 79. Right, it was, I mean, it was the Orioles and the Pirates. Pirates. Yeah. And those Pirates uniforms are the worst. <laughs> they look like Little League uniforms. And every dude looks like he does nothing but snort cocaine and drink hard well, alcohol. that was the 70s. They're all <laughs> six foot three, 130 pounds with old wrinkly faces. They literally all look the same. It's unbelievable. But I was watching it because it was on. <laughs> But exactly, it was was but, if they, but if you could watch that, if you could watch that or a regular season game between the Royals and the Tigers, you might even choose the Royals and the Tigers in that situation because it's live and it's it's current. And, and it's it's like that's what I'm saying is and baseball needs to figure it out, get their crap together, and 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 these players need to stop being sissies and complaining over still making millions of dollars. And and get out there and and get come to some sort of solution so that. You know, you can you can have a plan. Your competitors have plans. Yep. I'm sure the NFL will have a plan as we get closer to the, to their season two. Yes. They're probably they probably already do. The NFL's probably probably in the best situation. Well, right time now. is on their side right now. Right, but but they they also are probably in. And they, the NFL they, hasn't I mean, lost any money yet. All the other leagues have lost. The money. NFL seems to have their. The NFL also seems to have their stuff together when it comes to, to planning and, and like they I mean they get criticized for a lot of things but they do a pretty good like the draft is pretty good every year and like all this stuff is planned out and it, they do a pretty good job of planning in my opinion yeah well they're they're a huge corporation but they've also got so the NBA but they're also getting close to their training camps and I haven't heard any plans at all they still think they're gonna show up and play. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady said he was focusing. That's why he's so bad at golf. He's focusing on winning a Super Bowl. Yeah, well, he's already out in, the, in some park in Tampa throwing to his teammates. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's weird. He didn't do that when I was here. Was a, was sure he did. He brought them up to Montana. Some dude ranch in Montana. Mm. So just for just for TB12, uh, or Tom against time. They didn't do it anymore. That's weird. Um, was it all for the cameras? Well, I don't know. Maybe. Does this mean you're not going to watch his new uh, documentary? <laughs> Please. Oh God, his document. So even just the, even just how the. Did, pre- how did we get a whole hour into this without talking about that? We we talked about the Mets. I, for, I, I forgot all about it too. I completely forgot it was even all gonna right, happen. So honestly. I just I just teed you up. Go. Even the preview for that thing is such a joke. He's like he's just so dumb. Like he's the worst. He's the absolute worst. It, in the, I don't obviously I didn't. I, if I can watch it right now, and I would love to say it word for word, but in the preview he says something along the lines of, he's sitting there in his stupid 
stupid little like interview booth thing. And he's like, every step that I took, I didn't realize what I was doing. But then you look back at the journey and it's like, wow. What? What are you even saying? It's like every step you took, you didn't realize what you were doing. Dude, you won freaking a million Super Bowls. You didn't realize that that was awesome at the time. You had to sit back and look at the whole 20 years as a whole and be like, holy crap, I'm good. Oh, my God. What have I done? I've won the most Super Bowls of any player. Wow. But you didn't realize that as you were doing it? As you were throwing balls to Randy Moss, you didn't realize? As you were breaking records, uh, you didn't realize it? What? And then it shows his stupid mission, his stupid draft photo. That freaking photo is the dumbest thing, and every year you have to see it. And he shows it, just coming out of college, coming out of college, but I didn't realize how great I was, blah, 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 blah. It's like he's already talking like he's retired. You're not retired. Your career is still going. You just left a perfect situation for you and then where you built a legacy, and it, it, you're not done yet. You're still not done. Your story's not written. It's not over. And, and he's like, whoa, I'm just, I'm just great. I didn't realize it while I was walking in my stupid Ugg slippers, but I was great the whole time. He is the worst, the absolute worst. That's worse than I am the storm or I am a lion or whatever the hell he puts out on his Instagram videos. He's the worst, the absolute worst. And I'm so happy that people are finally seeing it and, and calling it for what it's worth. I, it makes me so, so happy that more and more people are seeing that he's just a doofus, dinkish dweeb. So that's one viewer that they're not going to have. I'm good. No, I'm, I'm not, I, I barely watched the Michael Jordan one, and I actually like Michael Jordan. And he's actually the greatest of all time. I'm not going to watch Tom Brady's freaking biopic. Give me a break. Oh, my God. I didn't need to watch. I've already lived it. That's the same thing I, that's the same thing I said about Jordan, and everybody ridiculed me on that. No, no, that's fine. That's, yeah, well, that's you fine. You know, I, I, I want to see one it. of these. I was too. I did live through, but I was. Too I want to see one of these things where a guy like Jordan or a guy like Brady. I want to see a real documentary, not their spin that they put on these things, and they go back and and cover it up, and they don't talk about the type of things that you really want to hear the story about, like Jordan's gambling and why he really left basketball for two years to go play baseball. I want to hear the real story behind that. I don't want to hear what Michael. It wasn't that he was betting on. Wasn't that he was betting on Chicago Bulls games? It definitely no, of course wasn't not. That. Couldn't have been. Definitely Couldn't have been. Been. Th Those yeah, are the stories I want to hear. Those are the documentaries. Put those out. I'll watch those. I don't want to get these sugar-coated things where it's it's just eight hours of Michael Jordan ball washing on how great he was. Sorry, I was. He was a great, great player. It kind of sounds like the even and even as scrubbed and sanitized as these things as that was, he still comes off as a huge dink in that. In that documentary, that yeah, Jordan's did. a Jordan's uh, Jordan's. It's tough because it like everyone like loves Michael Jordan. Where not everybody loves Tom Brady, but everybody loves everybody here loves Tom Brady. But Jordan is still a, a he's disconnected. That like that's the, that's the word I keep coming to. They're disconnected. It's like they have this like um. It's like they have these like superhero talents at sports, and they just become like doofuses. It's unbelievable. Oh my God! Tom there, Brady. there was oh my there was God. one clip from the Last Dance that that I saw a couple of times and just happened to stumble on it, and it was him coming out of the locker room after a game, and there was a little kid who was there, and this kid you could just tell all he wanted to do was get Jordan's autograph, 
And he's like, Michael, Michael, Michael. And he hands him the book. And Jordan, like, takes the book, doesn't even make eye contact with the kid. He's looking all around for his entourage or whoever. And he just, like, scribbles something on the paper and just, like, sticks the, the book back at the kid. And, and the kid is just, like, you can see how much he's idolizing Jordan. And Jordan is barely acknowledging his existence. And then just and then I just bet that walks kid owns, away. And I bet that kid owns every pair of Jordans that's been released since 1995. Like, like that's that's just like that's the that's the superhero persona that these athletes are given, and and they're they're created and and they but just he live barely it. acknowledged that the kid was even there. The kid was just a nuisance yeah. to him. It doesn't seem like a great great person. Um, and I know and I know but, they get thousands uh, and thousands of people that come up to them. You know, they'd be there. They'd be there for the territory. Hours signing autographs if if they were to. Comes with the, the comes with the territory. You ask me. Oh, I, you know, kind of, I mean, talked to me, about that a little bit too. Me. And that was one of the reasons why he retired when he did, is because he was just sick of the life. Yeah, it, it, it does. It comes with the territory. You want to be really good at sports? Well, you got to sign some autographs. Sorry, man. That's the way that it goes. How many hours do you think we're going to get of uh, Tom Brady getting rubbed downs by Guerrero on his uh I, on I his know how many I'm going to watch. Maybe. Zero. I'm how many times are you going to show but, full-on mouth kisses with his son? Ugh. Ugh. Probably not as many because he got he got all kinds of kickback for it. Um, but actually, no. Seriously, do you serious question about the documentary? Not putting your your my annoyingness aside. Do you think it's going to be a TB12? Uh, TB, a TB12 advertisement, or you think it's going to be a legitimate documentary? No, I might no. hate watch it, honestly. I'm, I think I'm going to hate watch it, <laughs> truthfully. As I'm sitting here thinking about it, I just want to watch it so I can make fun of it, truthfully, honestly. What's it really? But do you think it'll be? What's it really supposed to be? Like uh, a documentary about how great Tom Brady I is? I mean, is it to document his last two years in the league, or? No, it's it's his career. Oh, it's going to go back. It's over his, his career, career that's not even over I thought, yet. I thought it was going to be like. Uh, you know, they were just going to follow him for the next year or two. No, it's like it's like Tom Brady's life. And, and literally, he I could not believe it when I was watching the stupid preview. I, I never I didn't realize all the steps that I had taken. And then you look back to see how far you've come. And you're like, wow, this is really great. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's the I'm, yeah. I'm good with that. I'm good with that one, too. Well, I saw, I'm just I saw I'm curious if it's gonna be a if it's gonna be a TB12 thing. I'm, I'm Honestly, sure that'll that's be sprinkled I'm... into it. That'll be that'll be the reason for his longevity. Mm. You know, he found he found the TB12 method, found the light, and that's why he's still able yeah. to compete at his ripe old age of 42, 43, however old <laughs> he's gonna be. 43. What were you gonna say, James? As soon as I saw the trailer, I had Mike in the back of my head. You could hear me play. screaming about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like, yeah, 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 Mike's going to go by it. I going mean, yeah, go ahead. Oh, wow, we're taking it all the way back. Yeah, yeah, we're going all the way back. Full circle. Going, full circle. Going back to the ball, golf game, when they were, like, showing Tom Brady, I looked at my father, and I go, should we start booing him now <laughs> so we get ready for the season? <laughs> I don't think he'll. I don't think he'll. He's not gonna. He won't be in New England at all this year, right? No. No. There's no. Uh, next way. year. He's, next year. No that's way. Next, next year, year he will be. Mm. Yeah, that'll be that'll be one to watch. He'll be here or they're playing. No, it'll be here. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, the last last one was in Tampa Bay. Buy my tickets now. 
All right, so I think I think we covered everything. Is there anything I'm anything we might have? Well, missed? I figured you want to pump up your boy David Price a little bit for uh, what he's oh, come out with. Yes, 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 yes. Suck it, Red Sox fans. That's what I have to say. What did David Price do? Does it, do either of you know? Did you ever see this? Oh, you did because I sent it over. Because no. uh, David Price is uh, the best man alive. Not the best man alive. David Price is giving a thousand dollars to all of the minor league players in the Dodger system. While this pandemic is going on, good PR for David Price. David Price looks like a man. What a great teammate. Suck it, Boston Media. You said it the first thing was right. Which part? Good PR. What's this? I mean, you don't just do something for good PR, James. This is like, this is like a genuinely good, a genuinely like a, a a genuine sentiment that he's giving to his to not even his teammate. Let's think about this for a second. These guys that he's giving this money to, not his teammates. Not his teammates. Pro- probably just his probably organization mates. The vast majority nope. of them. Nope. Probably doesn't even know their names. Realistically. Does not know their names. Just handing them a thousand dollars. I mean, it's you say it's are you like, oh, you're just only a thousand dollars, but uh there's a bazillion prospects in, in these systems. So this dude's giving up a boatload of money to just help out. Doing his part. Well, and someone he's, asked in our group chat, I don't remember who it was. Of money, which the Red Sox is still paying half of his salary. It, 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 listen, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if he has a so, boatload of money so, or not. So it could be the Red Sox money, so it's a good PR. At least half of it, Sox yeah. Too. No. Well, they're not no. paying him yet because no. they're not playing. You know, what, you know what's crazy? You know what's honestly crazy? And I just I just thought of this as I was sitting here. Is you have Blake Snell saying, I got to get mine doing this thing. And then you have David Price, who who got dumped on the entire time he was here. Because he's just a, he, all he does is play Fortnite. Oh, David Price is such a bad teammate. David Price went at Eckersley. Why? Well, he's such a bad person. Blah, 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 blah. Blake Snell's complaining about not getting his. And David Price is giving away his. Like literally giving away thousands and thousands of dollars to people he's never met. No, I'll give Price credit for that. It was a good move. That it was is a, a great move. Baller. No, it was a good move. Baller but I guarantee you he will at some point, maybe we won't hear about it here, but at some point he will stir up some shit in that locker room. I'm sorry, I can't say that, can I? He will stir up some stuff in that locker room. Maybe. But good move. And I honestly think the David Price stuff of him stirring up the crap in this area, glorified by the Boston media because they hated him from the start. He didn't That's do himself any favors. He no, did not I do mean, himself maybe any not. favors. Maybe not. Someone said, someone said in our group chat, do you think you would have done that in Boston? Do either of you think you would have done it here? Yeah, he probably would. I think I he would. Do you think – has any of the Boston media said, man, David Price did such a good thing and did this? Has anybody said that? No, because they're covering other stuff. There's nothing else to cover. League dispute and then other news around the globe. Peter Gammons tweets the most asinine stuff I've ever seen in my entire life. He couldn't mention David Price? Yeah. I, I can't why, – why are we listening to I can't David? say I heard anything on Sports Talk Radio either about it. They haven't talked much about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because all they do is want to talk negative about the guy. So uh, suck on that, Boston. You know, give him credit. I mean, he's a millionaire, yeah, but you've got some of these owners who are billionaires, and they're cutting payroll, and they're, they're not paying the minor leaguers, so – all kinds of people. Price. I mean, Elton John just laid off his band. I saw Elton John, bazillionaire, laid off his band because he can't go on his world tour. The Red Sox cut 32 prospects. I th- I'm pretty sure I read right. It, Something it was like that. 22 in prospects is a strong word. 
hey, either way, it's people out of it. It's 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 people but out of contracts. But they were probably guys who right? would have gotten cut anyway. Every year they have to, huh? they they cut p- players. So, yeah, they well, they well, said it's maybe, it's maybe now much... maybe now's not maybe now's not the best time well, to do true. that. Maybe you could have waited until you got into a spring training that's of true. some sort, and then you know then you had a deadline. Hey, John waited. Henry's been awfully quiet through this whole thing. Is have we heard a word from John Henry? Does anybody even care when John Henry talks? I don't think so. So he's probably trying to get Liverpool back going, right? I I, I actually don't know what John Henry actually he, sounds he like, but he just, I just picture him as I just picture him as like being out of breath constantly and whispering. He, I don't he know is why. a soft talker. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's probably focused on getting Liverpool going because they. I feel like they are their salaries are really dumb. Like the soccer players, their salaries are stupid expensive, and so that's getting started up soon, right? So yeah, I think yeah. he's probably focusing on that. Liverpool is not the most expensive club. I'm not saying it's the most expensive club. I'm saying soccer players make way too much money and get paid stupidly, and uh, oh, it's expensive. Yeah. It's expensive to own a soccer club. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you're right. But I get the Man U's and the Man Cities and the those teams are in the, I'm sure uh, Barcelona and that's not that's not Premier League. But you get what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying. Chelsea, Chelsea, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, good for David Price. I mean, I, I do, and I, 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 honestly, it is a good thing for David Price to do. And I did find it extremely convenient that no one in the Boston media talked about it because it was something positive. And you know, he can't do anything positive because he plays too much Fortnite. So that's uh. Did yeah. anybody see the Dropkick Murphy concert? No. Fenway Park? No. I heard that they did do they simulcasted it. They simulcasted it while Bruce Springsteen was there, and they actually played on the field. They oh, like rounding stage. second base during the drum Rock, solo? Rock, yeah, they had. <laughs> they went from third to first. Wow. How long did it take them? <laughs> did, did he go in a straight line, or did was he it? go through second base? Did he, yeah, did, he, did he run it, or did he cut through? Did he go over the pitcher's okay. mound? Was it all of ship? Was now did they just play? Did the dropkick? Legitimate question. The dropkick Murphys just play shipping up to Boston on repeat, and like, did they just finish it, get into the next song, and then it was just shipping up to Boston again? No, they were playing their part. They all sound. They all oh, sound so shipping the same, up to Boston. So what difference now? does it make? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so shipping up to Boston. Got it. It was shipping up. Yeah, and they played Tessie and. Oh, I forgot they did Tessie. So they played shipping up to Boston, then Tessie. Then shipping up to Boston, then some other song, then shipping up to Boston, Tessie, and then for the encore they played shipping up to Boston. And uh, Jonathan Papelbon came no, ran, come, came running out of the bullpen. Dirty water. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. All right. Well, that's that's good. All right. Anything else? Anyone have no. anything else? Not really. I think we're no. good. Nothing else. The game covered. Look at that. Well. Thank you for suffering with us through another quarantine edition of uh, Boston Sports Syndicate Podcast. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Boston Sports S-Y-N. You can find a new merch site that we have uh, going, running up on our website, bostonsportssyndicate.com. You can see the store tab, or you can go to teespring.com slash stores slash Boston Sports Syndicate. I have something to say about that. Uh Uh-oh. We're going... This is this is breaking news here. We sh- our Fourth of July shirt might be coming out earlier. I gotta get design approval by the boss, but it might be coming out earlier. 
I didn't know we had a Fourth of July shirt. I've been working on it. Uh, <laughs> would you look at that? Well, that's good. So that's at uh, bostonsportsyndicate.com. You can click the store tab. Obviously, you can find all of our podcasts. Uh, the Poke the Bear podcast has been renamed to Bleed Black and Gold due to uh, intellectual property issue. Uh, so that's now Bleed Black and Gold. Um, <laughs> um, you, I think that's all we really have right now. SeatGeek code still shut down, so can't use that because there's um, no content for sporting events. Great articles by Chris. The Tuna Series, basically our version of The Last Dance. We're talking about Bill Parcells. Chris has done a fantastic job. I think um, Article 7 just got released today, so look up that on the website. And Cinetakes has kind of uh, taken its, a life of itself now. Maddie D does them as well as uh, our boy, our boy Wayne, as James calls it every time he posts something. Our very own Wayne is, uh, has been doing Cinetakes as well as Bessie's Bathroom Breaks. You can find those on our YouTube channel, which you can also get to from our website. Uh, there'll be a, there's a link connecting you directly to those uh, to those videos as well. So I think that's uh, I think that's everything. Any other comments to add? Nope. Nothing to add. Fantastic. I covered it all. Didn't even have to look at a paper once. Thank you guys yeah. for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Music for the Boston Sports Syndicate podcast provided by IMCDM. Boston Sports Syndicate. Yes. I'm Missy.